Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode eight of Sports Talk with BT and Stewie. It is we're back at our normal time this week. Oh, I guess Sorry. sort of around mid mid midday, midday uh, Wednesday. Uh, I guess we'll start this off. We got a jam packed episode tonight. We do. Um, we're going to start it off with the co- college football roundup, as we always do. Um, there is some firings. Jimbo. The main one being Jimbo Fisher is out as Texas A&M head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, Stewie, what's your reaction to this? I was surprised. Um, I mean, they he just he's a they didn't they pay like seventy six million to buy him out? That's crazy. You're, you're paying seventy five million. Yeah, seventy five million. You're paying someone seventy five million to not coach your fucking football team, and he's been like. He, he hasn't been what you, like, signed him up, you know. He hasn't been that great coach like he was at Florida State, but he's no. been, you know, getting them to bowl games. And, shit, he just won 51 to 10. And then the yeah, day after, yeah. you, you fucking fire him. The, pro- the problem with that is he has all, he has probably the most oh, talented yeah. roster in college football. Yeah, he's had consensus top, what, five, top ten. Yes. Uh, he had the highest ra- highest rated recruiting class two years ago. And he's not doing anything with them, which I mean, I get, I understand that, but like, it's you're, you're firing him. He's one of the greatest greatest coaches of the 2010s, arguably. I would say, early mm-hmm. 2010s. I but, uh, with those Florida State teams, but it's it's weird because. Why would you do it in the middle of the season or ending of the season? Just as they're making, and they're bull eligible too. So it's like, yeah. Now you got um, the funniest thing head. is during halftime of their Mississippi State game, somebody made an one hundred seventy-six million dollar donation. Oh at yeah, 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 I <laughs> saw. So funny. Yes, they that money's that going money. to buy out. <laughs> they, use, they use like, oh my god, I saw this dude. Yeah. But yeah, I personally, I personally don't like it. It's kind, of, it's gonna be interesting where Jimbo Fisher goes. You know what I mean? Would you even coach again if you have seventy five million sitting in your back pocket, especially yeah. at his age? He's not, he's not like old, old. Uh, How old? Uh, he is. Jimbo Fisher is sixty years old, fifty eight. Yeah. Like that's considered young, he, but yeah, but uh, where's he gonna go? I, I mean, know. hold on, hold on, hold on. We do have other coach firings. Hold on. Yeah, it's true. Mississippi um, State's cool. Mississippi uh, State fires which, their coach. They, that was after his first year. Not even done with his first year. Yeah, which I mean, it's kind of a uh, saw, uh, sore spot, a sore subject because we all know yeah. uh, that was Mike Leach's job and. He passed away yeah. last year, and I think that university is just in like a spot where they just don't know what to do with their head coaching job. I have and, a name um, for that, by the way. Lance Leopold? No. Jeremy Chadwell. Who's that? Liberty head coach. Yeah. Um, Jay, James Madison's coach is doing good. Dude, dude, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, this is off topic. Okay, just keep just keep talking. I'll, I'll bring it up after we get done with the Mississippi Okay. State. Anyway, uh, we never talked about Texas A&M, who we think is going to be the next head coach. Yeah. Stewie, I'll let you go. I have a crazy. I have a couple of crazy names. Hmm. 
I'm just not quite sure, dude. I mean, I mean, I can see Lance Leopold going, especially since he's losing. Yeah, but a lot of is that a Texas A&M name? You have to think this is they they have the money to go after a big big name. Yeah, um, I don't think they'll go after a lower conference team, a lower, lower yeah, no. I I could potentially see James Franklin leaving. Oh, I think geez. that is a dark going, horse. Him going back to the SEC. I mean, here's the thing: he, he was with Vanderbilt. Hey, he <laughs> had he had Vanderbilt at three and nine, uh, nine and three, right? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Yeah, he had Vanderbilt at nine and three. It seemed like forever ago, dude. Um, uh, him. I can see Josh Heupel, the Tennessee's coach. You know what? You want former, to know what? former Iowa State coach Josh Heupel. It was our offensive coordinator. Former Oklahoma offensive coordinator. Former Oklahoma quarterback. Don't forget uh, about him. Never forget about Josh Heupel. Anyway, um, I got I got a couple. I got a crazy name. What you got? Lincoln Riley. They have the money. If the, if the money's right, yeah. Um, and things aren't going particularly well at USC. Mm-hmm. Um, when that um, thoughts on the Cooper Dejean? I guess we should go no, into that. I uh, I also want to say this: Did you see the thing about uh, who Michigan State's looking at? Oh my God! Yeah, the Virginia head coach. Tony yeah, Bennett, dude. Five and fifteen. Five and fifteen record. And they look, yeah, and then I saw a comment. It was just like, if if they do hire him, like it's going to be a type of game where like no students are going to go, no fans oh are going to go. That would be that would be horrible. You know what? He has had Virginia competitive. No, no, no. They, competitive. Wow, Iowa State was competitive majority of their fucking Big Twelve games when they uh, Paul Rhodes. Look no, what happened not. to him. Not and, against Oklahoma. Oklahoma. No. It it doesn't matter if you're competitive. It matters wins and losses matter. Wins and then in particular. There is a couple more coaches expected to be fired. Like, we have Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman. It's just kind of crazy how like they've downfall. Yeah, but there's speculation they might not fire him this year because the whole Oklahoma and Texas joining, and that'll be, yeah, they're they're they won't be the far east coast. So I don't know. Uh, then there is, I guess I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but Chip Kelly will be out at oh, UCLA. Yeah. It's, yep, after the the next after game against USC. Yeah, which is kind of strange. He's had a good season. No, they're seven. They're six and five. That's a good season for UCLA. But yeah, it is. But you're not getting. You're not. You're. They're not recruiting very well. It's. They're going to the Big Ten. Big Big Ten next year. I guess that I could see him going to, like a big uh, SEC school, maybe. Oh Jesus! Not a Chip Kelly offense running in the SEC. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's very interesting, and like anything can happen. So. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll we'll go in because we don't have a segment about this. We got a question about the thoughts on the Cooper DeGene injury. That's a tough break for Iowa. That, yeah, it is. Especially this could be the two biggest games. They need to win. I think they win. They clinch their spot in the Big Ten cha- Big Ten championship mm-hmm. this week. 
It's Illinois, which will be a good game. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it's a very, very bad break for Iowa. Um, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries this year. Yeah, they got the injury um, bug bad. Yeah, and it just it hurts them more than just like him as a player. He's a good leader. Um, with the, that defense, the defense is one of the better ones in the uh, country. I think they've only allowed more than like twenty points, like once or twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, just very tough break. Uh, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with Iowa's defense besides him. Yeah. He's like the only player I really know. Yeah, but I mean, I think they'll still manage to. I mean, look what they've done all year. Everyone's been like hating on them, like I have, for a fact. And they've doubted, and they've. You're never going to pick them to get upset again, huh? Yeah, it's, it's a lost cause, dude. Um, but um, I think I think they'll they'll be all right. I think they, they they control their own destiny to the Big Ten championship. Yeah, it could be interesting if Nebraska upsets Wisconsin this week and Iowa loses that game, and Lincoln will determine who goes to the Big Ten championship. Which is crazy. You could have a six and six Nebraska team in the Big yeah. Ten championship. Yeah, crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, going back to like the like Iowa Iowa the unit. Um, They've been dealing with that. Just the injury bug. Yeah, McNamara. Yeah, McNamara. Their tight end, uh, their tight end got hurt earlier on the season. I think he's like, uh, his name is like Luke Ledecky, I think. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've had a couple injuries to their receivers, uh, injury to their linebackers. Yeah, also doesn't help with the exodus because of the betting scandal as well. Yeah, and then they're having to deal with fucking Ferentz. Not the head coach, but the offensive coordinator. He's gone. he's gone, though. Yeah, he's gone. That's one thing you can look forward to. Oh, my God. Jimbo Fisher, Iowa offensive coordinator. Oh, no. Luke, Luke Lockies. We, we did not put enough respect on Luke Lockies' name. Hey, he's good tight end, though. He, uh... Yeah. Iowa's just tight end to you. I, you know, I wish you can give some of my Sooners some tight ends. We kind of need some. We have we have six we have sixth year senior old man legs Austin Stogner running routes and it's not very good. Um, speaking of injuries, we we figured Brock Bowers was gonna be Luke Lachey. There you go, Lachey. There it is. All right, Lachey. Our our, our fault. I'm Speaking of a good. tight, a really good tight end that we thought was gonna be out the rest oh, of the year, Brock and Bowers is... and uh, Petrus. He transferred. Yeah. Pat, Iowa's, is out. Iowa's greatest quarterback. Greatest of quarterback time. of all time, Spencer Petras. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, speaking about a tight end, Brock Bowers is back. We thought he was going to be out for the year. Yeah. I was watching the fucking <laughs> game, and I saw him on the sideline, and he had like a hell of a game. I was like, what the fuck? I thought he was out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Um, to say so, that I was surprised was – You can – Georgia kills number nine Aub- at Ole Miss, not Auburn. I don't know why I said Auburn, but Georgia kills them, like murders them. Yeah. Um, very uh, very eye-opening game for Georgia. And we said that Ole Miss could win this game. And <laughs> we were. Yeah, they, they, they might absolutely it. shit on. Yeah, I think you could. I mean, they started, they started off pretty good. It's just yeah. Georgia got hot and 
never looked. Is this Georgia offense better than last year's? I don't know, man. Stetson. I think they have a better quarterback. Well, yeah, Carson Beck's better. I just think you know Stetson Bennett was just definition of average, and it did help that he was also like ten years older than every player on the field. Yeah. Um, but like Carson Beck, a former five-star quarterback. Um, I guess that is fair. He wasn't a walk-on. Yeah. But he's had a pretty good season, 3,000 yards, 18 touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, yeah, that's really good. He's I been mean, playing really good. I'm not quite familiar with their – besides Brock Bowers and uh, – They have Ladd McConkney. McConkey. Oh, yeah, McConkney or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, he's really good. They have uh, Dejan Edwards. He's a good running back too. Yeah. They just have that two running back uh offense. typical of Georgia. Yeah. Um so, do you see do you think anybody can beat Georgia? From any what you've seen. Beatable. Any team's beatable, dude. I mean they kind of just that, with the way with the way Alabama's playing, Alabama will I think would beat Georgia right now. Um okay, that's fair. Any other team, I think it could Okay, from what you've seen from Michigan, do you think Michigan has what it takes? Dude, I don't know. Like, so going into that game, I guess this this will this will be going into our next segment, Michigan. Um, Jizzy McCarthy only threw eight times. They play conservatively, dude. They play very conservatively. Um, (laughs) The one thing I could say that they did very well was holding, uh, what's his name, Drew Allaire. To seventy to, yards, to seventy, 70 yards. yards, and he played like he played horrible. They could not do anything on offense. Yes, their 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 defense like kept them in that game, but like, what's the point when your offense can't do anything? And I think that's where Michigan like took over. They just were very good defensively. Blake Corum was running the fuck out of the ball all over. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't uh, throw a pass. Good. Um, in the second half, they didn't throw a pass in the second half. Their their last pass of this game was with seven minutes left in the second quarter. Like that's fucking wild. The, and like, and any other team in the country that does that, you're you're turning the ball over. You are punting the ball. This is a Big Ten. This is Big Ten. This is like peak Big Ten. Well, yeah, it's just like it shows that like Michigan doesn't have to rely on JJ McCarthy. Yeah. To play good, they fucking just run the fuck out of the ball. How many times did he run the ball? Uh, JJ McCarthy? Okay. No, Blake Corum. 26. They had like, 40, 46 total runs. Like, that's crazy, dude. I've never seen a team abandon the passing game like they did. Um, like, yeah. I don't know if Army or Navy or like Dude, those teams, you know army you know army navy and air force are running less passes than that i know but like they're getting like this is where this is what i'm saying michigan's getting to that point where they're running or they're they're passing almost the same amount as these naval academies are hey it works i mean it works and it's like it kind of it's kind of beneficial to michigan because they can yeah they don't have to worry about their defense Fucking pressuring their quarterback and possibly hurting Jizzy McCarthy. Um, but yeah, this Blake Corum dude ran the fuck out of Penn State and 
Yeah. Made them. It, they took they milked the clock and kept the ball away from Penn State, which in the end proved fatal for Penn State. Speaking of the end of the game, the coach. Um, oh my God! He crying on the oh 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 you alum. That's an OU acting degree right there. <laughs> buddy, buddy's like this meant so much to me, <laughs> dude. It was Michigan funny. versus everybody. Don't you know, dude? It was it was funny. Well, but um, what do you have to say about this game? You know, this was a boring game for me to watch. I I hate watching defensive games unless unless my team's in it. But like, well, this, yeah, it is also this, up that they're in the ball back to back to back to back to back to back. To yeah, back. it's like it, this wasn't a fun game for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I watched it. I mean, Michigan was Michigan had firm control the whole game. I, yeah, I wasn't worried about Penn State marching down and winning. I, I was really never worried about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, after seeing them like what they've been doing the whole entire game, it's just like you wouldn't expect them to do much, especially no. with especially, Drew Larry not being able to do nothing. Speaking of the Penn State offense, our offensive coordinator is now out. For they canned him after the game, but that basically eliminates Penn State from. Yeah. Ten championship eliminates them from the playoff. Mm-hmm. So that leaves it as a Michigan Ohio State race, which will be in two weeks, probably mm-hmm. game of the. Uh, I don't know if it'll be game of the year. It'll, it's going to be game day, so I could. Yeah. Be. Game day going to James Madison this week. Dude, yeah, I know James we, Madison. We do have to be checking Twitter consistently because they are supposed to have a ruling on James Madison at some point today. Oh, come on. College football, do what's right. Let okay. them make the bowl. All right. Well, we're going to go. This is the craziest conference. That yeah. This is the craziest conference championship race. Like, you already have basically, you know who's going to be in the SEC. You know basically the two teams that are going to be in the Big Ten. And then you have then five you have, teams. Then you have this conference right here. You don't know who's going to be in. You don't know who's going to be out. I mean, you have your – it's basically between these five teams, Kansas State, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Texas, Really bad optics by the Big 12 to change to – even just to do anything with the tiebreakers in the middle of the season. It is really bad optics. Mm -hmm. No matter – even if it's just to simplify it or explain it better, it's really bad optics. You don't want to do that. Especially yeah. when there's accusations of a conspiracy against exiting teams. Yeah, but I mean, all right. That was the case. Why is Texas number one? And because they have they're six and one. I know, but like, why? Why are they like don't play as well as they are and all that? All right. Well, we're not gonna get into that because that's yeah. just politics. That's I'm gonna just... go over. I'm gonna go over my team. There's four scenarios here. For my for Oklahoma to get in, it's if Stuvie's Iowa State Cyclones beat the Texas Longhorns, that would be a that would be a tie that would send if everybody else wins out like they're supposed to. Kansas State wins out, beats Iowa State next week, right? You guys play them next week. We can't say every team wins out because oh yeah, so then Kansas State beats Iowa State. Yeah, then that would be Oklahoma Kansas State in the in the Big Twelve Championship. Oh hold on, I have I have a whole list here. Um, let me pull up my list real quick. Speaking of Texas, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers is back. 
Um, they crazy. almost they they it took a really lucky play for them to be getting. It took a really lucky catch for them not to get upset by TCU. Yeah, and then uh, he's coming back next year after oh, being geez. projected a first round pick or this yeah. year. But so, no, he I, hasn't officially I, said that. So if he officially says that, it's, I will but it's most likely going to happen. Yeah, it's it's. I think sources around him have said 90% sure that he's going to come back, which is very interesting considering the fact that they have Arch Manning. Um, Arch said, I think, I believe he said, um, can be like a P, a P in Manning situation where um, he registered his first year, uh, was back up his second year, and then started the rest of his college career. Yeah. Hey. Maybe, or else he transfers. Which, I mean, it worked, worked for. Pay, or Peyton, so yeah, I think him staying it shows that Arch Manning isn't ready to start next year. It's kind of why there's our there's that's why I think Oklahoma knows. I guess there's a similar scenario with Oklahoma where Dylan Gabriel's probably going to be out next year. He could yeah. he has another year, which if he comes yeah. back another year, he could break almost like the passing record in college football. <laughs> yeah, he can. He's number ten right now. He he'll yeah. most like he'll most likely pass Baker this week. Yeah. Well, if he does that, what does that do for uh, Jackson Arnold? If he does come back, yeah. Uh, I think J- Jackson Arnold gave him a run for his money in spring practice anyway. So yeah, but I mean, Jackson Arnold was is eligible this year, and he didn't. Yeah, play. I, I mean. They, is he going to redshirt? Yeah, he he, he, they he said does. he's officially redshirting. Okay, okay. So we won't see him the next two games, even though I'm sure we could have seen him against this game. It's all right. BYU. It's all right. Y'all got general booty. General booty time. Uh, okay, yeah, so the next scenario here, this is also a very likely one, seeing how Oklahoma State played last week. Um, it's if Oklahoma State loses one of the next two to Houston or BYU. Um, then it would be Oklahoma, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, then if I, if Iowa state beats Texas and Kansas state right now, if Oklahoma state wins every game, according to this, it would be Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, Iowa state would not be in. I'm pretty sure if we, we control our own destiny, I don't know. <sighs> well, it would be if can, well, hold on. I don't, I'm trying to figure out how that would be because if Kansas, it's- the the more of the story, this is crazy that like the there big, are this many scenarios. Think about how confusing this is going to be when there are sixteen teams in a conference. Yeah. This, is just, this is just fourteen. Yeah, I the, according to this, it says if Iowa State wins out, it, you would still need Oklahoma State to lose. Which I don't know why that would be. It might be because it might be because. Texas would be Texas would have two losses. Iowa State would have two losses, and Oklahoma State would have two losses. So it might be that whole deal breaker about how everybody did against. Oh, it would be the deal breaker against how everybody did against Oklahoma because that would be the highest ranked team. Yeah. Iowa State lost Oklahoma, Texas lost Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. That would be that would be your scenario. So you still for Stewie's team to make it, you still need Oklahoma we have State. To, okay. So Iowa State needs to win out with to have a chance of getting the Big Twelve Championship. However, with a loss to Oklahoma already, they also need the Sooners to drop one of their remaining games to get in. Or Oklahoma State, because that would give Oklahoma State three. Yeah. And if you guys went out. So 
I think that's why, because Oklahoma would be in, and they would be the highest-ranked team left, and Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Texas would have two, and Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. Yeah, but we just have to win off first. Uh, it's yep. definitely going to be a very good uh, – Yes, this is <laughs> – Very crazy. There is still a scenario here where there is about this much teams from Kansas all the way up to Texas where every mm-hmm. team is 6-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that would be one crazy, crazy scenario. If you have what four, eight, eight, eight-way tie for to whoever determines who goes to the Big Twelve Championship. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that'll yeah. end. That'll end the the Big Twelve Championship confusion. We'll mm-hmm. go. We'll go more into it next week. We'll know a lot more about it next week. Yeah, after these stretchy um, games. Next, we're going to talk about. We're talking about the. Yeah. And all right. College football playoff rankings time. Your favorite segment. Yes, sir. BT. <coughs> BT, BT, college football playoffs. Yeah. All righty. Starting at number 25, Kansas drops a drops one to Texas Tech at home. Bad loss. Yeah, bad. Very bad loss. I um, honestly don't know how they're still ranked. I mean, I guess the win against Oklahoma really. Pushed them over by inflating their resume. It's fucking Texas Tech, dude. Um, number twenty-four, Tulane. Uh, Tulane, my my sweethearts. Tulane. Think how think where they would be if they didn't lose that early game in the season. Well, they lost to Ole Miss, so it's not a bad. Yeah, it's not a bad loss, but like you know, yeah. what if they would have won. <laughs> would they be in the Would they be in the playoff picture right now? I don't know. I definitely think they'd be like within the ten to fifteen range. Because they were started um, off at like 23 or 22. So. Yeah. Uh, number 23, we're going to go with the Oklahoma State Oklahoma Cowboys. State Cowboys. Bad, awful loss. <laughs> Central Florida, awful. 45 yeah. to 3. No Very, excuse. very embarrassing loss. That, very. that looked like the it look, to me, in my opinion, that looked like Oklahoma was your Super Bowl. And that yeah. basically proved it. Yeah. They, uh, they, Dog shit, dude. They're playing absolute dog shit. It's and simple however, as that. I I did say it is unlikely for Oklahoma State to lose another game. But if they go play like that, they'll lose to Houston or BYU. Yeah, especially with uh, BYU being their last game, as um, BYU is five and five, and they play they play Oklahoma this week, right? Yep. Which is so weird. It, I want to talk about this. It could be a situation where BYU is playing for a bowl game. So Oklahoma's playing BYU at ten a.m. 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Mountain Time. They have – They have. do they have well, like a – 10 a.m. Mountain Time is like 12 o'clock here. No, it's it's 11 o'clock here. Same thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, number 22, Utah. They almost upset Washington. Washington is dancing with the devil. Yeah, but they, I mean, these are these are good wins for Washington. So. Yes, they are. They are effing around, and they could they could very well find out soon. If they yeah, are. they could very well find out this week when they play Oregon State. Yeah, um, Kansas State twenty one. Who they play? I'm not quite sure. I forgot who they played. Oh, they killed Baylor. Oh yeah, well Baylor's trash. So Baylor, Baylor's back to their old two thousands way. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, that's another coach that could very well yeah, be on Dave his way Miranda. Mm-hmm. Less unconsenting things, so. Mm-hmm. Um, North number, Carolina. <laughs> number 20, North Carolina. 
Um, they're back after they uh, slipped those last two games. Um, they're seven and oh, I clicked on Kansas State. Okay. Um, North Carolina. They moved up four spots. Yeah. Uh, they beat Duke. That was a thriller to watch. Yeah. Did, did you watch that Duke? Uh, I didn't. Riley Leonard didn't play either, which is crazy. It's cra- It was a crazy game that went down to the wire. Went down, I think went down to a game winning field goal. Um, uh, number nineteen. No, two no. Point, it was in the oh. overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. The two point oh. conversion failed. Notre Dame number nineteen. Um, we we've, we've said all we can say. Their season's basically over. Yeah. They play Stanford um, for their uh, no, not last game. But they have Stanford this week. I know it's just week. like this Notre Dame team. Like doesn't have the star power that they usually do. No. You thought that like having Sam Hartman at quarterback. It's kind of crazy. He's falling off. I mean, he's not yeah. putting up great numbers like we thought he would. No, he's not. Um, he thought with the with the experienced quarterback like Sam, like him, they would succeed, and their running back, who is really, really good, would uh, lead him to being like one of the better teams in the country. But it's just they've been very disappointing this year. And sure, they've lost a good team, but it's the fact that they haven't been able to beat those good teams. Yeah. Um. Then we get we'll go up to number. Eight. 18 here, Tennessee got murdered mm-hmm. by Missouri. Missouri's legit, though, dude. They are. Number, number nine in the country or 10 in the country. It's fucking wild. Oh, boy. I can't wait to go play Missouri and put them back in their place. <laughs> um, Number 17, surprise team, Arizona. It's number very 17. Very surprising. Very, very surprising team. This is this – is hold on. We never mentioned names for the UCLA job. Jed Fish at Arizona could be a name for the UCLA. Guy. Isn't it? Is it like first year here? First or second year? It's a second. Year? Second yeah. year. And you know how bad Arizona was when he got there. Yeah. They were awful. They had the, they had Paul Rhodes in, in uh in their on their coach staff. Uh, yeah, that's a bad sign. Uh number 16, Iowa. We we've talked about them. Yeah. A lot of injuries are killing them. But yeah. they have a chance that had a pretty good season, yeah. even though they beat shitty teams by only like a field goal. Number fifteen is LSU. Um, we'll we'll talk more about them. Have they one have, of the most electric players in college football right now. Yeah. Um, have the best wide receiver duo in college football. Uh, they just they're in a really tough co- conference. That's that's it. They play really yeah. good teams. So it's they're. I would say it kind of sucks for them. Like if they were in the Big Twelve, they would probably be undefeated right now. Oh Jesus! Like mm. any other conference. Yeah. Very, very debatable, but it's a hot take. But I Number think- 14, my Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma. Dismantles West Virginia. West Virginia's ass. And you were they, bitching about this game. They were. The refs were bad. The, you, you would be the type they of ejected a game. They ejected a lineman for blocking a dude on a PAT. You would be the type of person to bitch about a fucking 20. Because it's about the principle, Stuby. It's about the principle. That's fucking wild. That's like this. That's like last year for TCU. That's like them complaining if they beat a team by fucking forty or fifty. You know what? All right, number thirteen, Ole Miss. We talked about them. They got dismantled by yeah, by Georgia. By Georgia, the number one team in the country. Which number? I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go into uh, number twelve. Wait, number eleven, Oregon State. Oregon State, big game this week. Big game. They play uh they play Washington. 
like I said, that could be a very slip up game for Washington and could very, very slip up game and very playoff inco- uh, implicating. Yeah, playoff implicating like, game. Yeah. Um, Louisville sneakily number ten. Yeah. They're they're soon they're, they can make a playoff run if things get they crazy enough. If they upset Florida if, State. Yeah. If teams if teams lose, if teams lose and they win against Florida State and went out, dude, it's gonna be wow. Dude, that would be this crazy. is the highest. This is the highest they've been. In the this is a first year coaching staff, too. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Um, number nine, Missouri, the surprising team. Yeah, um, kills Tennessee, Alabama, lost, number eight. They've only lost one game, and that was to Georgia. So they've lost two, according Who to this. Who's the other game they lose to? Uh, let's see, LSU. Oh, so they've lost to two great teams. So yeah. Um, number eight, Alabama. Like we said, they have been playing well. Jalen Milrow is playing like a borderline Heisman contender right now. I think it's too late for him to be a Heisman contender. It's too late, but you have to. Admit, he's he's he, definitely he's got. Carry, he can carry some momentum into next year. I will yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas, number seven. They're struggling right now. They're mm-hmm. playing very tight football. With- yep. And not, you don't want to be playing that this week when you go to one of the toughest places to play if you're a top ten team. Yeah, but especially for about especially it. for them. Yeah. Um, number six is Oregon. Um, yeah. like we said, nothing's really changed up here. Like we they're, said, they're waiting. They're waiting for Washington to lose a game. Yeah, and even if they, even if Washington doesn't, they'll have their chance most likely in the Pac-12 championship mm-hmm. with them. So. But Oregon also does have to play Oregon State, I think. Yeah. And that could be like a, that could be like an Oklahoma Oklahoma State situation yeah. with the mm-hmm. last time we get to play them possibly. Yeah. Within the new pack too. Did you see the court? <laughs> but and then Georgia jumps Ohio State, which I think is perfect. They should he, they should have jumped them. Yeah. They've they played a very good win. Very good win. They've beaten two top ten teams in the country. We, yeah. And then we talked about Michigan and then Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, they've just been winning and winning. Yeah, it's basically stuff we said last week. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess that'll move us into Heisman talks. Well, we we have to, are we going to go over our. Oh, who, yeah. Who do you think? Right, BT, let me ask you a question. Who's in, BT? Who's in? All right. Give me Georgia number one. I think Georgia number one. All right. Um, Very small tour. Yeah. Um, give me Ohio State number two. I, Ohio State has a they have a really good offense and I'm really worried if Michigan can't get their run game going against Ohio State things could get well, ugly really fast. JJ McCarthy isn't a bad quarterback by any means. He's a bad quarterback, it's just, but it's just the offense they run. They want but like they they control the game with their I I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, they're a front running team. If they, if you give them the lead you're in trouble. Yeah. But I think Ohio State has enough firepower on offense. Um Number three, give me Oregon. Okay. I think Oregon beats Washington, and they just jump. Oh, number four. This is going to be a crazy scenario for me, okay? This is what I think is going to happen. Let's fucking hear it. I think you're going to have an argument here. You're going to have Michigan. Um, You're going to have Florida State. Oh, uh, no. Hold on. 
Florida State's been kind of – oh, my God, this is tough for me. You know what? I'll just go Florida State for now for simplicity. Because, But right. my scenario I wanted to bring is you have a one-loss Michigan team who lost Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. Then you have a one-loss Louisville team, a one-loss Florida State team, a one-loss Texas Big 12 champion. And possibly a one-loss Alabama team. Well, no, because they have th- – if uh, average, yeah, well, yeah, one loss because no, because they have two it? losses. Because if they lose to Georgia in my scenario, oh, okay, 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 I understand. Who would get it? Uh, who would, in your opinion, who would get in if it was Texas, one loss, Texas, Big 12 champion, one loss, Michigan, Big 12 champion, one loss, what Louisville, one loss, ACC champion, or Florida State, one loss at large? <laughs> that I, would be- I feel like the college football playoff committee would be biased towards Michigan, which is annoying. I would I would think it would be hard to leave Texas out. Yeah, I mean you have two two of the biggest market teams in the country in Michigan and Texas, so it'll, I think it'll well, be Florida State's a big market too. Don't yeah, but I like- saw I saw a tweet. Hold on, I wanted to bring this up in this segment. Um, I saw a tweet. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Likes. Um, a shockingly small number of upsets are required for the last ever four-team playoff semifinals to be identical matchups. To the I have breaking first- news. Uh-oh. The NCAA postseason waiver request for James Madison, Jacksonville State, and Tarleton State – were rejected today. Fuck! <laughs> Dude! The NCAA sucks. Fuck the NCAA. Honestly. Dude. <coughs> both both JMU and Jacksonville State could still play in bowl games if there's not enough 500 teams. Which, Which there is not. There's not on pace for it. There's only 52 bowl eligible teams with two weeks left. Uh, <laughs> dude, I just ah, oh, it pisses me off. Um, BMU is undefeated, and having a, a hell of a season. They're two years they've been in the FBS. They've only lost like one or two games. It's fucking wild that the NCAA yeah. is doing this shit. They're punishing teams for being good coming out of FCS. Yeah. God. Um. So, anyways, back to my tweet I was talking about. So to have the same to have so a shockingly small number of upsets are required to have the last ever fourteen playoff semifinals be identical matchups to the first ever fourteen playoff semifinals. All right, here's what you need. So you want four matchup, you need Ohio State and Alabama. Then your two three, you need Florida State and Oregon, and you can have the same identical matchups as the first ever fourteen college football playoff. Wouldn't that be something, bro? Honestly. Yeah. All right, Stewie, I got a question for you. What's up? Who's in? All right. It's going to be very simple, all right? Here we go. You ready for this? Yep. It's the exact same predictions you had. Got Georgia number one, Ohio State number two, three is Oregon, and number four is Florida State. All right, the craziest, the craziest thing for me is this can either be the most simplest playoff Thing the committee's ever had to done, or it could be the most complex. Yeah. There is, there is. I think, I think it's gonna like. I think the most complex, um, college football point uh, ranking is, um, I think back in twenty twenty, where 
Iowa State and Oklahoma were. Oh, those... yeah, but honestly, that could be the most complex, yeah, but you could also have this being with, you could have multiple one-loss teams. One yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well, it's, it's, it can be crazy for sure. And then my honorable mentions, number five, I had uh, Washington. And number right. six, I had Michigan. You know that Michigan we're doubting you. Prove us wrong. Yeah, fuck you, Michigan. Fucking cheaters. All right, well, All right. that moves us into the NFL. I want to talk oh, about Heisman this. Heisman rankings. Oh, yeah, he- we didn't do Heisman. Holy shit, I forgot to do Heisman. Gosh, Heisman. Come on, amateur Sorry. hour. This is our eighth podcast, and you're fucking up? I'm sick, okay? I have a cold. I- I've been dealing with a cold. All right. Um, my Heisman, my number my number one is Jaden Daniels right now. I think he should be the Heisman winner. He's the best player in college football than me. He's so electric, dude. He's putting up the best stats. I know his team's not winning, but he has the best stats. It could be like kind of like that Lamar Jackson year, I guess, really, to compare yeah. it to something. Yeah. Uh, who do you have as your Heisman winner? I got the GOAT, who's thrown 100, isn't it 100 touchdown passes in – Two different on two different teams, or like it's Bonex. Bonex, he's been playing out of his fucking audacious. Oregon has been like really fucking good. Bonex is hot right now, dude. But he is. Oh, Jesus, never do that again. Uh, number two, I got Michael Penix. I just think he's 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 playing a safe, he's playing safe right now. He needs to. Like have a bad game where they lose, I think, in order for him to like drop down to my rankings. Um, I have Jaden Daniels at number three, though. I, he is building, he's climbing up my ladder, dude. He is watching him against Alabama and that last game they played. Yeah, buddy is reminding me of Lamar Jackson. Like he is amazing. He's playing out of his mind, averaging 200 passing yards and 200 rushing yards a game. Yeah, the past couple of games. It's fucking crazy. And then number four, I have Marvin Harrison, just because he's been playing really, really good too. I have I only did top three because that's it's really a three person race in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's 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 Daniels, Bonix, and uh, Penix. Yeah, yeah, it's a three person yeah. race in my opinion. Yep. Um, but I we'll go more in depth. Uh, I guess in two weeks that'll be conference championship week. We will have. Yeah, it's gonna be where it's gonna be where Heisman finalists are. Make or break. You saw Max Duggan last year um, made his case for Heisman against Kansas State. Fucking should have won it. Fuck Caleb Williams. All right. Yeah, honestly. All right. I guess that'll move us on to the NFL. I first wanted to talk about this game because someone called me crazy last week. I I called you crazy because you said the fucking Texans could make the Super Bowl. Hey, they just beat one of the best teams in the AFC. No. They know. There's fucking like six teams better than them in the AFC. My Texans are five and four. There's, fucking, there's two, there's two, three teams better than them in their own fucking division. Well, I think I think the Texans uh, the Texans can make the playoffs. Oh, I really think the, the Jackson Jaguars are playing ass right now. I definitely think Texans can sneak up. All right, all right. Let's let's look at this last schedule here. All right. Cardinals, dub. Shit win, I should say. Jacksonville is going to be a very competitive game, but I can see them winning. 
Browns, Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. It depends. It depends on how they're looking in two weeks. Broncos Dude, have been looking good. The Broncos have been looking good, so it's 50-50. Jets, they Beatable. said Jets. Aaron Rodgers, dude. If he's back, if he's, if back, he's back, I will give them props. But if he's yeah. not, they're beatable. Yeah. Titans, Titans beatable. Very beatable. Browns, beatable now. No Deshaun yeah. Watson. But that de- you got to think that defense is crazy. Yeah. But Colts, hey. Colts will be a 50 50 game, too. Hey, remember when that Steelers defense was crazy against the Texans? Yeah. 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 I mean, you could that. see you could see a playoff run here. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I could. They, I like could go, they could go into the playoff, the hottest team in football. It's true. I mean, you could you could argue, make an argument they win the rest of these games. Yeah. They went out. Maybe. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, they uh, – did you watch this game? Uh, it wasn't on TV here. Oh. CJ Stroud, working in the air. Devin Singletary – Saved my fantasy game. I picked him up the fucking like four hours before game time, and buddy goes off. Thank you. Xavier wow. Hutchinson played. Boom, perfect game. TJ Stroud for MVP. Do we start? Do we start those talks yet? I've heard some rumors and like some mentions about him. He could if he keeps up playing like this and leads him to the playoffs, and I could definitely see it. Well. You know, that's a. How do you feel about this game? I was happy. I was happy looking at the. I had to scoreboard watch this one. So, because you know the Texans never get to play on national TV anymore. They don't. They don't have any Monday night games. No, no Thursday night games. No. No primetime games. Only only NFL team that like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say this. Um, Chase Johnson, shout out Chase Johnson. Um, he tweeted, this is quickly becoming the worst trade in NFL history for the Browns, talking about the Deshaun Watson trade. Oh, yeah. Absolute fleece job from the Texans, who have already found a better, younger, cheaper quarterback. For now, cheaper. Give it give it, give it, it five years. He won't yeah. be cheaper well, anymore. Right now, I mean, Deshaun Watson signed what I think it was like the most expensive contract yeah. in NFL history. Yeah. And – He's playing dog shit. He can't stay healthy. She just drowned the fucking young go dude. Go. The um, Browns. The Browns just are the Browns. What? What more can you expect from them? They're ass. Where are the Vikings? There they are. All right. The next thing we're gonna talk about. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. I saw a crazy TikTok about how the same story of like teams that are happening this year. Mm-hmm. So the Vikings. Just like the 49ers started three and four last year. And then a third string quarterback comes in and carries them to the playoffs. Oh my god, who they said that were the that were the Vikings this year? They were comparing one team to the Vikings this year, and it was crazy. Oh my god. I forgot who it was. I guess I'm not gonna remember. Anyways, do you think Josh Hobbs can carry the Vikings to the playoffs? 100 percent Look what he's done in just two weeks with the fucking team. Yeah. Um does he's Josh playing, have he's, playing, he's, playing, yeah. he's playing out of his mind right now. Um, and watching watching him play like this hurts me as a Steelers fan who we uh we released him or we traded <laughs> him and you know who we kept kept him? That Nope. 
Who? Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah. You, you also didn't choose Duck Hodges, too. Yeah, but Duck Hodges was goaded. Now, now he's dating Laney Wilson. Yeah, now he's hitting that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, buddy's, a, buddy's a stud. Shout out Duck Hodges. What a guy. Yo. Steelers legend, if you know, you know. But you Josh Johnson you know. has been playing out of his mind. Um, they can easily get back into playoff contention. I think they are currently like the eighth seed or something like that. In the yeah, we can look NFC. at that. NFC, we'll they're the seventh seed. They're in the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is wild. They, <laughs> dude, that is crazy. Like the NFC might be pretty good. Like we, well, we, it is pretty good. I mean, yeah, that kind of drops off a bit after the Vikings. I mean, but you know, for so many years, it's been AFC's better than the NFC. Yeah, is it? Is has the has the narrative changed? I mean. I don't think so because you look at the um, AFC was like teams. There are ten teams, eleven teams, twelve teams, thirteen teams that could easily make the playoffs. Oh Jesus! No way like, the Raiders make the playoffs. Oh my God, that would be crazy. dude. Dude, I'm I'm saying like they're playing good right now. I didn't even realize they're five and five. They're five and five. Bills five and five. Colts five and five. Like it's just crazy right now. But I, I I think the AFC is better. But uh, get back into the back to the conversation of the Vikings. Yeah, they're yeah. just playing crazy. Josh Dobbs is playing like a fucking vet. Isn't Justin Jefferson coming back soon too? He's supposedly coming back soon. Yes. But Dang. I mean, Josh Dobbs is making plays to win them games. Um, something something we thought we'd never would have said in yeah twenty twenty one. And here's the thing. Josh Dobbs is having a better season than Mahomes, in my opinion. Yeah, Josh Dobbs better than Mahomes. Josh Dobbs has produced 1,995 yards, so 2,000 yards essentially, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions, okay? Mahomes has posted more passing yards, obviously, but 17 touchdowns and eight interceptions, and this is with – Josh Dobbs playing on a mediocre, below-average team in the Cardinals where he had no targets or no viable weapons. And now that he has one of the better, like the best receiver in the league and more options with Jordan Addison and uh, T.J. Hawkinson, he could easily like pr- produce good-ass numbers. So, yeah, I, I think that Josh Dobbs can easily lead them into the playoffs, especially, I mean, they're in it right now. Um, yeah, they just have to hold on. Yeah. Um. Wait. Hold on. Why is this all? All right. I guess the Saints are down here. The Saints are in the playoffs right now, at five and five. Um. No, yeah. Or not. There's only seven seeds. Well, they're number four. Oh, are they winning the? <laughs> they're winning the division. <laughs> that clusterfuck of a division. That's like the. That's like the old AFC South right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that's that. Uh, hold on, we gotta get to the other game we were gonna recap now. Our Lions, Lions dominate the Chargers. The box score didn't show this. Fucking Keenan Allen torched the fuck out of the Lions, dude. He posted another two hundred yard game. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I just feel bad for the Chargers. It just seems like they can always never win a close game. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Shout out my boy, D. Montgomery. Dude, I had him on the bench again. Yeah. This is what you fucking get. You start him next week. You understand Well, he me? was hurt. I actually well, have to because Kamara is out this week with a bye. Yeah. Montgomery, the, just that running back duo, dude. God tier. Yeah. Like, the best running back duo in the league. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, I think, had more than 100 rushing yards as well. 100 total yards. Uh, Jared Goff played pretty good. It's just tough Don't break. Forget for about my Chargers. man Eckler. Yeah. He's, he's the goal. We're talking about the fucking Lions, okay? Yeah, yeah. Lions has played. They're on a hot streak. They're at the coach of the year, front runner, and Dink Hold on, and hold on. You know what? That's a good segment. That's a good segment, ain't it? We got. What do you think about this game? Your thoughts on this game? You no, know, it was a shootout. I said I said it was a shootout. Um, but I I I'm ex- I expected this of the Lions mm-hmm. to go all the way back. I mean, I predicted them to be in the top tier of the playoffs. I did too. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I wasn't really surprised. I was surprised that the Chargers even made it a close game. Honestly. Yeah. Chargers seem to get blown out, and or they play close. Yep. Chargers can't win. Chargers can't win close games. Yeah, it's true. I feel bad for Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, just come to the Steelers. I, will be much happier here. Yeah, definitely with Matt Canada as his offensive coordinator. Okay. <laughs> but uh, get into that. We are our next segment will be our uh, preseason NFL prediction. I wish we should have. We should have. Uh, okay, hold on. Yep. Yeah, all right. Um, we're gonna look back on these. Um, they were all probably pretty bad. Well, for me at least. All right. Do you want to do the? Do you want to do the playoffs first or the uh, awards? Uh, awards. <coughs> all right. Well, uh, my MVP was Jalen Hurts. Mine was too, and. You could argue he's probably the front runner right now. Yeah, him or uh, Junior Shroud. <laughs> it's him. Uh, it's him. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Um, speaking of CJ Shroud, rookie, rookie of the year. He's got that locked up. Locked up, dude. Yeah, I had uh, Bijan Robinson. Which after his start of the season, you would have thought he would have been a serious contender. But the Falcons are just holding them back, dude. Uh, it's kind of it's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, comeback player of the year. I had Cooper Cup, which so you, can argue, you can argue he should win, but they're gonna he give should it to, win. He should win. They're gonna like, give it to Demar Hamlin, who yeah, has half a fucking dude, tackle. The, the half a fucking tackle, dude. That just one. Yeah, it's stupid. Oh, it should be Cooper Cup. Simply say. All right, you go over your uh, defensive player of the year number. I'll be back real quick. Defensive player of the year, you said. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, my defensive player of the year is Sauce Gardner. Um. It's going to be an edge rusher this year. It's either going to be one of three names, in my opinion. It is going to be either T.J. Watt, obviously greatest pass rusher in uh, the NFL right now. That's uh, not my opinion. It's fucking facts, and anyone will tell you different. They can fucking talk to me. Um, number uh, The other two are Max Crosby and Miles Garrett, and then you can also say um, – Daniel Hunter, but I had Cooper, or not Cooper Cup, Sauce Gardner. Me too. Um, 
Dude, we, had, we had a lot of similar uh, picks, but uh, like I said, it's probably going to be an edge rusher this year. It's hard for a corner to win. Last time a corner won was Stephon Gilmore when T.J. Watt got hazed and fleeced. So, yeah. Since, right. you had the, since you had the same defensive player, I'll just go into my defensive rookie of the year. I had Jalen Carter, and he's probably going to win it. Um, he's probably the front runner. Number two is uh, jo- uh, Joey Porter Jr., and uh, three is Devin Witherspoon. I knew Jalen Carter was going to have a good season. Uh, assuming he stays healthy the rest of the season, he hasn't locked up. He's just been – he's having a uh, Aaron Donald-type year, BT, as a fucking rookie. I wish I could say the same about my defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, Will Anderson, what's happening, BT? He just needed a couple more years, you know. He had – he was – he was a little lightweight in college. You could tell he needed to put some weight yeah, on that. Yeah. So I think he'll be good in a couple years. Just kind of, you know, give him give him a couple years to develop. I was a yeah. little I was a little too excited. I'll admit. Uh-huh. Um, coach of the year, I chose Dan Campbell, which is yeah, well, he, front he, runner. He, he's a front runner. I chose uh, Mike Tomlin, which it could still still very well happen. Um, Barring a collapse from the Lions, yeah. If, if the Lions don't, if the Lions yeah. don't collapse, I think it'll go uh, to Dan yeah. Campbell. And then if that happens, you, you have a really good discussion for the Texans, Demichio Ryan or Demichio Ryan's, Demichio Ryan's. Yeah, I think I think that's your top three, honestly. Yeah. And hell, if the line, if the Texans end on a end on a hot streak, you can you can make an yeah. argument Demichio Ryan's deserves it more yep. than yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um. But yeah, I guess that'll move us into our playoffs. Do you want to go yes, over sir. yours first or mine? Uh, we'll go over mine first. So, my playoffs, I had the Bengals as the number one seed. Oh yikes! Which I had, it's a hell of a lot better than yours. Look well, no, right no. <laughs> you know what? There's no excuse. There's no excuses for yours. Yes, there is. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was hurt. He played the whole season. He's played the whole season. Yeah, still though. That's, our, that's our, not like our, an Aaron Rodgers situation. Our, 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 our predictions have been very crazy, to say the least. Well, um, mine, mine really aren't that bad compared. I mean, really, it's just the Jets when it's screwing because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah. Um, number two, I had the Bills. The Bills are sucking ass right now, yeah. pissing me off. Um. Number three, I had the Chiefs, which, I mean, I expected the Bills and Bengals would be better than them, but the Chiefs are looking really good right now. Their defense is playing like a top three defense in the league. Their offense yeah. is kind of struggling right now. Mahomes is probably having one of the one of his worst uh, seasons in his career, in my opinion. Uh, four, four get the Jags, which they're fourth right now. So, yeah. hey, got that right. They're making it. Number five, I had the Jets. This was – Aaron Rodgers being healthy, Jets. Yeah, so yeah, 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 it could still very well happen. Honestly, yeah, it could. Uh, number six, I had the Steelers. They're number five right now. So, a, I'll take it. Um, number seven, I had the Chargers. Which all right, yeah, but yeah, all right. Mine, my number one was the Jets. That was before Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I was all in on the Jets. Not not a good look. Number two, I had the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are the Chiefs. Number three, I had the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Number four, I had the Jags. Mm-hmm. 
Number five, I had the Chargers. Mm. Number six, I had the Bills. I, I, you know, I can admit I wasn't that high on the Bills. You know, but I, I still had them making the playoffs. I was high on. But number seven, I had the Steelers, which that could very well all happen. Those teams could yep. very well all make the playoffs. So none of my teams are like eliminated, eliminated yet. Yeah. Uh, my NFC playoffs, I had the Eagles as a number one seed, which they're the number one seed right now. Yep. Uh, the 49ers, number two seed, which they're the number three seed right now. I had the Lions as a three seed, and they're the number two seed. So top three, perfect so far. Fourth, I had the Saints. I am perfect right now. Besides number two and three switch, I am perfect right now. Okay. Number five, I have the fucking Cowboys. Look oh, who's number five. Number six is the Seahawks. Look who's number six. No way. And then Jesus. Number seven. Are you ready for this? Let me hear it. I had the Giants. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that there it goes. There it goes. All downhill. All right. Hey, well, but like six out of seven is pretty damn good. Wait till you wait till you hear who my number two one was. Oh no. Number one, I had the Eagles. Okay. Number two, I had the Rams. <laughs> I really thought they had the injury. I had really thought they had the injury bug last year. Uh, I was wrong. Um, number three, I had the Lions. Number four, I had the Saints. Number five, I had the 49ers, a result of the Rams making it as my two seed. Yeah. Number six, I had the Vikings. Number seven, I had the Cowboys. I'm not looking too bad right now. Besides the whole Rams, you know. <sighs> who was your? Do, do you want? All right, Super Bowl. Who was your Super Bowl? All right, so my NFC champion was the Philadelphia Eagles. Me too. Fly Eagles, fly. I feel that feels oh, illegal though. Listen, that feels illegal to watch a Steeler. This is a Steelers fan, by the way. Hey, to be fair, we were uh, one team back in World War II. Oh Jesus! Here we Shout go. Shout out. The Pitts or the Pennsylvania Steagles. All right, the Steagles. Uh, AFC champ, Bengals. Um, yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was the Jets and Eagles, which they could still technically. And then uh, my Super Bowl winner was the Eagles. Me too. We had the same Super Bowl winners. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That it, it's just the yikes. It really is. Yeah. Yep. All right. I guess that'll move us on to what NBA next. First thing I wanted to talk about the fight last night. That was just the funniest thing ever. Draymond Green coming out of nowhere and <laughs> Dude, the fuck the thing. Clay Thompson started that fight. And then and then did you see Steve Kerr? Steve Kerr defended it. Yeah, like so, the fuck? He even defended Draymond. Yeah, did you see Patrick Beverly? No. Pa- Patrick Beverly tweeted to Carl Anthony Towns because Carl Anthony Towns was trying to stop, but he tweeted, Cat, I thought I taught you better than that. <laughs> oh, funny. man. Yeah. Cat has PTSD from that one Draymond fight. Green, I, I hate Draymond Green, dude. We he, all do. He is. I don't even know how, how the NBA – has the NBA suspended him at all for this? Are they not uh, going to suspend him no, for this? I don't think they've suspended him, which is crazy. He literally, he literally choked a dude. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. 
Timberwolves, though. Timberwolves are surprising everyone. Eight and two. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert is playing like he was in the um, Utah. He's in Utah, yeah. He's playing like a defensive player of the year. And he right now he's my front runner. I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't count on AD, bro. Don't count on AD. has been playing really good too. I'll admit that. Hey, six blocks last night. He's been playing really good. On, on Jared Jackson Jr. Dude, the, the the Grizzlies are ass. You even you have to admit <laughs> worst team in the NBA. Um speaking of a former a former Timberwolf, this has been the Trade topic of the year. This is our Zach Levine going to get traded. What do you think, Subi? I think he will eventually. It just uh, depends on what team is going to trade for him. You want me to say it? You want me to say it, Subi? The Lakers are trading for him. Hear me out. Here's your trade package, dude. You sent it to me. All right. Who says no, okay? The Lakers receive. Let me guess. I can, I can guess. Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura. Nope, nope. nope. Uh, Alrighty, who says no? Lakers receive Zach Levine and Alex Caruso. Bulls receive D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, Hachimura Torian Prince, Jalen Hun, Shafino in a 2029 first-round pick. No, I think they include Austin Reeves. Imagine that backcourt duo of Austin Reeves and Alex Caruso, dude. <laughs> White chocolate. Is our... And Zach Levine. Holy shit. That would be late. Um, yeah, I guess that'll move us on to the next one. Yep. The, th- the Thunder Spurs game last night. Both our rookie of the year picks didn't look very well. Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Thunder won. And that- the Thunder the Thunder are a lot better than the Spurs. Wemby only mm-hmm. scored eight. Chet only scored seven. Wemby had 14 rebounds. Chet only had seven. Hey. Hey. Wemby had two blocks. Chet had only one. Well. Wembyniana, rookie of the year. You know what? There's still like two more matchups to play. Actually, no, because they're in the, they're in the yeah, same pretty, pod for the sure in-season tournament. A couple more times, yeah. Three more times, so... Yeah. Also, Hopefully. I want to say this. I want to say one thing before we go into our next segment. I people were hating on me, hating on me for picking this team to be top four in the East. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and they're a fucking top four team in the East, baby. Indiana fucking Pacers. Point guard Tyrese Halliburton, best point guard in the NBA. Not, even, Tyrese, not even the best Tyrese in the Eastern Conference. That's fucking cap. If you choose Tyrese Maxey or Tyrese Halliburton, you're you're you don't know fucking basketball. <laughs> no, I just didn't the, know to get you going. The way Tyrese Halliburton changes the pace of the game, he's had 58 points and 32 assists in the last two games. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate to mention zero fucking turnovers. That is fucking crazy. That's like the first time it's happened since turnover became a fucking stat. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Pacers are a sneak. Gonna be a sneaky team, dude. Like, and we showed it last night when we beat the, one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my Lakers on last night, three-game winning streak. Let's wow, go. they beat the fucking Grizzlies. Wow. They're on a three-game winning streak, though. Wow, they beat it. the fucking Grizzlies. Wow. What? Grizzlies are better than the Sony. <laughs> All right. 
All right, let's get into our next segment, which is college, college basketball. basketball. I mean, one to one. One. I think did both of our teams play one game? Yeah, uh, we played, my team. My team played last night. Honestly, played three, Iowa State's played three games. Yeah, and we already recapped the first two last week, right? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to watch this game, but Iowa State won against Idaho State by like 30, 30 plus points. Oh um, boy, this is it's the same thing. Uh, we can't really, yeah, uh, judge a team based on these first games because they're cupcake games and cupcake. All of our like our teams are showing up and showing out. So the, I mean, we really have nothing to talk about when it comes to basketball because these teams I will, are just, I will next week. I will next week. Yeah, like once they get into these tournaments, like then we can start talking about them. Next but, week, my oh wait, no, because that'll be never mind. I won't get to talk about it next week. It'll be two weeks. But speaking of some college basketball games, Duke beat Michigan State yesterday, and uh, Kansas beat Kentucky. Kansas. Senator Hunter Dickinson had uh, 27 points and 21 rebounds. Jesus, boy, every year. Definitely not looking forward to playing him. Me neither, honestly. Dude, I kid you not. Kentucky had a shooting guard. I think his name's like something Reeves, right? Guess, guess what his uh, three point percentage was. What? This take a guess. Is it low or high? Oh, it's a god awful. Probably like a seven. Seven percent. Yeah, he shot seventeen percent. I was close. No, how many attempts do you think he shot? What that would have to be nine or eight. So his name is Antonio Reeves. He's a senior. Played thirty-four minutes. Shot seven for twenty-five from the field. And three for 17 from the three-point line. To put it in perspective, he shot more three-pointers than the rest of his team did field goals. I have the a better – I have a better – This one was uh, 12 attempts. I have uh, a better three-point percentage than that in my high school. Oh, God, career. dude. BT career 50% uh, three-point percentage. I guess I'm better than most people, huh? Yeah. Yeah, screw you, uh, Hunter Dickinson. And then, uh, Duke, Duke beat Michigan State. Michigan State also lost to James Madison in basketball, which, hey, they're ranked right now. James Madison, just Cinderella story for both sports. Cinderella story. We'll have to see. Yeah. Dude, imagine but, the basketball team goes undefeated. You can't go to yeah. the can't go to the tournament. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, no, they turn. They can go to the tournament. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Let's get into our next segment, which is the look-ahead games of the week. Yeah, BT, what is your college football look-ahead game of the uh, week? I chose – I chose. what do they call this thing? It's a big-time rivalry. It's Kansas-Kansas State. Um, this is a ranked matchup. This is a big one for the Big 12, as we were talking about earlier. I don't know what they call it. Uh, I think it's the Sunflower Showdown. I have no idea. Um. Kansas is on like a downward spiral. Their quarterback, Jason Bean, is hurt. Yeah, they had the the, the freshman playing. <laughs> um, I really think Jalen Daniels is going to transfer somewhere. Yeah, I could definitely see it. He, I think he's done for the year. I think. I mean, look at this. ESPN bet. They have a new betting service that you can do in Iowa. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Kansas State is seven and a half point favorites here. This is, I can't. I could see an upset here. Uh, 
key to an upset is if Duran Duran Neal can get going for Kansas. Yeah. Um, but I really don't this, think he this will. Game, this game's gonna be very good. It's gonna be a very interesting game. Climate Climate's team has too much to play for. It's a really well coached team. They're not gonna they're yeah. not gonna look ahead. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Kansas State wins. Wins, but I don't think they cover. I think seven and a half is a little too high for a rivalry game. All right, so what game are you going over? I picked the uh, what should have been game day this week, which was Oregon State Washington. You scroll down. You missed it. I missed it. Yeah. Oh my God, am I blind? You going? Oh my God. Yeah, I am blind. Obviously, this is the most important game of the week. Very uh, playoff implicating. Uh, I can't fucking say that word. It's just a, a playoff implicating game. Um, if Oregon State beats Washington, uh, like we were talking about earlier, the the rankings, boom, 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 boom. It's going to be a clusterfuck, especially nearing the end of the season where college football playoff committee is picking these teams to make it. It's going to be yes. a crazy game. Uh, I think it all depends on how Oregon State's defense plays against this high-powered Washington offense. And uh, how DJ Ugalele, uh I don't know if I pronounce that right, Ugalele or whatever. I know, dude. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not even going to try it. It depends on how he plays and then uh, how Penix plays because statistically Penix, or Washington struggles when Penix throws picks and uh, they don't have a good um, passing game. Yeah. And then their running back is also – is a good factor. So I just think this is going to be a crazy game. All these Pac-12 games, the past couple for Washington have been really close. Oregon State has been really good this year. Um, I have Washington by three and a half. Damn, Washington's not favored to win this game. That's fucking wild. It's it's two and a half point favor for Oregon State. All right. So you have Washington State cover or Washington cover. Yep. All right, what's your NFL game? My NFL game of the week is tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, the Bengals and Ravens. This is a very good game as it is uh, a game in the best division in NFL. Uh, every team is below or above 500. The Ravens are, I think, the three seed. Two seed in the NFL playoffs, I'm pretty sure. Um, Lamar has been playing really good. This It's just – I think it all depends on how the Bengals' offense plays against this top three defense in the AFC. This defense is statistically one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, and they're just on the hot streak right now. They won, I think, what? They just lost to the Browns, who are 6-3, and three, and – uh, both of these teams are coming off losses. They're good teams. I just think the, the Ravens are uh, a better Ravens team. Ravens have won four out of the last five. And so is the uh, Bengals. But I think the Ravens win this game. I think Lamar um, has a Lamar game where he has north of 200 passing yards, two touchdowns, and then a, uh, like maybe 100 rushing yards with the touchdown. Um, I just think it's going to be a really good game. I'm definitely going to be watching this game. I have the Ravens by 10. Ravens by 10. I think the Ravens are going to put a beat down on the Bengals. And, yeah, very disappointing year for the Bengals so far. They're having a Bills-type year, in my opinion. Yeah. 
And they're playing without T. Higgins as well. So I guess that'll get me into Frozen faces. the Kelsey. The Kelsey Bowl, my game of the week, the Eagles and the Chiefs. Um, This is probably one of the biggest games of the year. This is a Super Bowl rematch. You could arguably this could be a Super Bowl preview too. Um, I'm sure Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Mama Kelsey will be in attendance. This is actually on a primetime game Monday night. I think the key is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts can win this. They can carry this team to victory. This Chiefs defense has improved from last year. Um, Jalen Hurts has to make key plays. Um, he'll have to carry him like the Super Bowl, and AJ Brown will somehow he he can win the NFL MVP. We didn't mention him. Yeah, it's AJ, true. It's very he, hard for anyone other than a quarterback to win it, but um, yeah, he's definitely in the conversation on offensive player of the year. I just think this game depends on how Mahomes plays against this good Eagles defense and how Jalen Hurts plays against. Well, this is a quarterback battle. Basically, quarterback battle and a defensive battle for sure. Yes. Um, the spread is Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, uh, Kansas City minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, um, I think I'm gonna go Eagles to win and cover. Fly Eagles, fly baby. <laughs> you know what? We have time. We'll we'll go over Seth's question here. Um, yes, sir. We'll, we'll go Seth. over the Steelers the and boy, the Seth. Steelers and the Browns. All right. Simple answer, Fred or Seth. We're gonna fuck them up. Yeah. Um. You they know, no Deshaun Dorian Watson. Thompson, they have the uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson playing. Uh, yeah. Starting this game, Steelers. You know, besides CJ Stroud, have statistically been very good against rookie quarterbacks. Notice I said besides CJ. Yes, yeah, besides CJ. No. Dorian Thompson Robinson wasn't very good when he played earlier this season. Um, this is going to be a very defensive game. I think it's this game is going to be won by either defenses. Uh, Browns have a top defense in the league, so is the Steelers. I personally think this is my personal opinion. We'll find a way to win because you know it's just the Steelers always do, and. Uh, the just the Browns, their quarterback situation, dude. Just they miss Baker. They, they they miss Baker, uh, and then they're missing Nick Chubb, hundred percent. Um, Jerome Ford has been playing good. Um, uh, I just don't know. Don't that's gonna be the that's gonna be the way they win this game. If they can run successfully, uh, they'll win this game. Uh, but I think our defense got it. I think we're gonna make those Steelers type plays. I mean, look at the fucking like line, BT forty nine percent. It's, yeah, that doesn't even equal hundred. What the fuck? Because you have to, you have to account for the tie. Oh, that's true. But like, that's just crazy. I, my personal opinion, I think the Steelers won this game. TJ Watts about to have like two sacks. Last I think it's a defensive game. Defensive yes, game. It, it is. It is a defensive game. I would hammer hammer the under in this game if you can oh, legally bet. Yeah. Remember oh, the yeah. under. It's 32 and a half. No way. Oh, yeah. Both We're offenses are scoring more Steelers, than 30. I don't even think the Steelers have scored more than 30 points since, like, Big Ben played. Um, but, but, yeah, I got this. Uh, by one point. I know. We'll get into that later with Fox of the Week. So. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just going to be a very – these rivalry games are very big. Uh, if Steelers win – they sweep the Browns and uh, get put into a very good situation for the playoffs. 
as we would uh, get to seven and three on the year. Don't don't have any player tweet though. Oh God, like <laughs> pool. We don't talk about him. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, I I mean, same thing. It's going to be a defensive slugfest. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. As the Browns miss Baker Mayfield, and they're going to lose because of that karma. They made the worst trade in NFL history, so. Yeah, well, yeah, not included to get rid of a generational quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Shut the fuck up. All right, well, that moves me to, oh, my God, what was I gonna, What was my NBA game of the week? I ever didn't write it down. It was the game tonight, the uh, Timberwolves versus the Suns. Oh, oh, yeah, Timberwolves tonight. versus the Suns. Here we go. Um, all right, this game's on tonight. Surprise is not on right now, but – um. Uh, I mean Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal are back. Suns are Suns. and D book and D book. It's gonna be the first yeah. time the big three is healthy. Um, the Timberwolves Suns are playing. need to turn it around quick. Yeah, um, especially in this tough conference that is the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, but uh, Suns are four point favorites. This is a game where they're coming off the post fight. I don't know if anybody suspended. Did they suspend McDaniel's or not? No, nobody suspended. I mean, the, the shit happened last night. I think it's like if they would have suspended him, they would have suspended him today. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the Suns being at home really helps them here. Mm-hmm. Especially, it'll it'll help that big three get confidence back, and I really think they do. So I'm yeah. gonna go Suns win, and I'm not even gonna worry about the spread because it's too hard to pick spreads in basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Uh, my my game of the week is playing right now. It is the uh, Celtics versus 76ers battle go. battle of the two best teams in the Eastern Conference as of now. Pacers are going to be up there uh, by uh, this season. It's a hot take, but I probably probably won't. It'll, it'll probably still be this huge. But like these two teams have been the best two teams in Eastern Conference. Um, this is a very good game, as you can see. It's thirteen to fourteen first quarter. Uh, Joel Embiid's been playing really good. Tatum's been playing good. I think this game all depends on how Tyrese Maxey plays. Uh, when he plays good, they win games. Simple as that. Um, Celtics have been playing good. It's just yeah, it, basketball. Like, like I was saying last week, anyone can win. Um, yeah, it's it's really hard to pick. Seventy sixers, seventy sixers are coming off of L versus the. Top four team in the oh, East. Basically. Here we go. He's going out. Yes, sir. Uh, I won't get off topic, but I got the I got the Sixers to get back on track and win against the uh, Celtics. Are you choosing that because they're winning right now? No, I I was gonna pick the Seventy Sixers. Oh, okay. All right. Just well, because you know, just because they're the. Do you want to talk about this Kelly Oubre situation? He wasn't actually hit. He wasn't actually hit. No, 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 no. So the thing is, they haven't found any like recording of him getting hit by the car, but he also gave them. They might have given them the wrong like information of, regarding of where it was at, because like. Oh, I guess that is. Like, what would you do if you just got hit by a fucking car and they ask you where this shit happened? You know what I mean? Well, like, you're, like, not gonna give, you're not going to well, give. Well, if you got hit by a answer. car, you're gonna. On the ground, anywhere where it happened, there's no way you're getting up and walking if you have multiple broken bones. I, I know, but like, let's just say he walked to like 
uh, car or whatever and drove to the hospital. Like he might have not known where this location was. Player. He could very well have a concussion right now. You know what I mean? It's just there's a lot of factors that are have to be. Added no, I just I just saw I just saw a TikTok about him lying about getting hit by a car. So yeah, I didn't. I, I, honestly, I mean, he could be, but like I just don't think he is. But how do you uh, li- how do you lie about having broken bones? That's what's weird. Yeah, exactly, to me. exactly. That's what unless I'm you're saying. trying to hide you unless you have a lot of debt. I doubt it. But my prejudice, I think he definitely did get hit by a car. Why would you like about getting hit by a car, especially especially when he is having a career year? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's averaging north of 18 points a game. So I, yeah. I definitely think there's there's definitely has to be information out of this situation. But all right, all right, that'll, that'll move us into the week. Right. Yes, sir. Um, the new records are at the bottom here. Stewie is up to twenty-seven and fifteen, and I am back at a perfect five hundred at twenty-one and twenty-one. Since, I think, what is this the first time this year you've been five hundred? Well, yeah, no, no, I've been five hundred the whole year. I haven't been above five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that changes that this week, huh? Uh, wait, did we tie? We tied last week, so yep. I guess I'll get to go first since I won the week before. Yep. All right, I have three college football locks right here for you. My sweetheart's Tulane. I picked them the last – this will be my third week in a row picking them. Yeah. Pick they're nine and a half. Scared, did they scare you last week? They did. They've scared me the last two weeks I picked them. Maybe my magic's running out, but no, they're going to beat FAU, who doesn't have a quarterback. Yep. Casey Thompson. Um, out for the year. Yep. I'm going to put some of my reverse psychology I used last last week into this. I'm going to go Texas minus seven and a half over Iowa State. I think really if if you're Texas players, if you're Iowa State players, you don't want to hear about everybody in the media talking about, oh, potential upset, oh, potential upset. Yeah. Upset, upset, upset. You don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, so It's a very, very, uh, very monumental game. It's the last game that Texas is playing versus Iowa State, and it is in Ames where they statistically over the past couple of years have struggled. Uh, yeah, teams in that's particular. why. That's why I'm doing some of the reverse psychology yeah. and picking them. So uh, last time we played uh, Texas in Ames, we won, and that got us. Oh, that didn't get us the game. That got us eligible, and that eliminated them from the. Oh yeah, I guess it would be eliminated them from the bowl. Yeah. Um. All right. And then my upset of the week in college football. I'm gonna go. The Cornhuskers are four and a half point. Four and a half Thomas Fedote is going to have a career game. I'm calling it right now. He's going to have like against Wisconsin. Tanner Mordecai's back with a broken hand. Uh, really? Yeah. Former Oklahoma quarterback. I think he'll be a little bit rusty, and I think Nebraska's playing for a bowl game. I don't. I think they want to make a bowl game. Oh yeah. 100%. They need those extra couple weeks of practice for their young players, and I think they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. So we go ahead with your. College My college football locks of the week. I got number six Oregon over Arizona State. Which, yes, this may seem like a like absolute lock, but Arizona State has played good against ranked teams. Um, which kind of scares me because, but I have faith in Oregon. Bo Nix, my Heisman, <laughs> my Heisman winner. The you man. Never want, you never want to forget about that. You don't. You want me to remind you that Jane Daniels, Brandon Ayuk, 2019 game against Oregon. Dude, don't. Oh boy, don't remind me of that game. I just saw a video about that. Earlier. Hey, on Twitter. hey, you want to know something crazier? That game was against number six Oregon. Oh my god, dude! Don't tell me this. Do not tell me this, BT. 
Okay, I don't want to hear this shit. I got Oregon over Arizona State. Bo Nix is gonna go to Pound Town against Arizona State. Uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, but I got that game. My second lock of the week. This is a first, ladies and gentlemen. A first on this podcast and a first on this channel. An FCS lock of the week. Oh, I got my fucking university that I go to. I got South Dakota State University over Missouri State. South Dakota State just clinched at least a share of the Missouri Valley Conference Championship. And if they win this week, I'm pretty sure they win it all. They are undefeated this year going into the playoffs. I think they fucking obliterate these Missouri, whatever the fuck they are. I think they're like a Bearcat or whatever. I got the Jackrabbits, my college town, South Dakota State over Missouri State as my second lock of the week. And then my uh, underdog, they have, they've, they've been uh, – I can't really say this. Uh, I've picked them previously on this – podcast and uh i've got some hate for it i think bt knows who i'm talking about i got the colorado buffaloes over washington state cougars um oh geez washington state has fallen off dude yeah i know they're four and six both teams are four and six both teams you know went out to make a bowl game and i think this is when colorado turns it around and they're gonna win out to make a bowl game i i i call i'm calling it right now they win this game over washington state and they make it to five and six, and then next week a showdown to make a bowl game. You know who they play next week, dude. Who do they play? I'll check it out right now. They play Oregon State next week, dude. I'm calling it Upset City, dude. I'm just kidding, they don't. They don't, bro. Don't listen to me. Uh, but I, I got Colorado to uh on Saturday. They play Utah next week. Yeah, at yeah. Utah. Like I said, like they've, they've, played, they've played good against ranked teams. Like they've played, Fair. they lost the three against Arizona, lost by seven against Oregon State, lost by 12 against UCLA, lost by seven against USC, lost by, we don't talk about that game uh, against Oregon. So, yeah, I definitely think uh, Colorado can make a bowl game. I think they can come back. And I think it starts this week when they upset Washington State. All right, go ahead with your NFL. My NFL locks of the week are Lions over Bears. Simply said, uh, Lions are one of the best teams in the NFC, and the Bears are one of the worst, and I think they shit on the Bears, um, regardless of who's that quarterback. I think Justin Fields is coming back this week, but I don't think that matters because the Lions have the best running back duo in the league, and uh, – they're playing a really good football. Dan Campbell, coach of the year. It's going to lead the Lions to another win that gets them 8-2 and two on the year. Second lock of the week, Cowboys over Panthers. I really don't have to say much of this. Panthers are the worst team in the fucking league. Cowboys defense will, I think in my opinion, have like three picks against Bryce Young. Like I will not be – CD Lair. CD yeah, dude. I just feel like this is going to be a very bad game. I'm saying this now. Like, I would not be surprised if this game gets into 50 points for Cowboys. That's good because I have two of their best offensive weapons. Yeah, the pan- yeah, 
Cowboys over Panthers by a lot. I'm saying they win by at least 25 to 30 points. And then my underdog, Steelers over Browns. Browns have a one point, uh, are favored by one point as the time that it's recording. Uh, we've already talked about this game. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the Steelers beat the Browns. How about you, BT? What are your locks? All right. My, my two NFL locks of the week. Yes, sir. Um, my first one, I'm going to go with my Texans to beat the Cardinals. Even against a former OU quarterback? And I think I think his magic is going to run out this week. I think I think the Texans beat him at, NR, at NRG. So. You do, don't you? Yep. Um, and my, my upset, I'm going to go Vikings, who are two-and-a-half-point underdogs somehow, to the Denver Broncos. Josh Dobbs. He's going to take the Vikings higher, if you know what I'm talking about, if you've seen his Twitter post. <laughs> All right, then my last lock, I'm going to go with an NBA. Give me the Celtics over the Grizzlies on the 19th of four days. That's, I think, Oof. that's... It's going to be a bad game for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, Grizzlies the Grizzlies are, are awful, uh, and the Celtics yeah, are good. Yeah, they're really missing John Moran. Uh, but on the bright side... you. You look at it, they only have uh, 14 more games until John Moran's back. Hey, I, hopefully it's not too bad that they can still make the playoffs. I think they can. The West is pretty good. This team's just struggling right now. Um, I, I, there's not much. Desmond Bain having that. Jesus, did you Looks- see the fight? Desmond Bain trying to pick a fight with AD. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's averaging 26 points a game. Uh, they just – it's just – Jaron Jackson Jr. isn't really playing as good. Marcus Smart's playing decent. It's kind of bad when you're – when Xavier Tillman is leading our team in rebounds. Their leading rebounder, BT, is averaging six rebounds a game. Yeah, that's over. This is the player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr. Actually, if you want to count the solid five games, Bismack Biombo's having, he's averaging nine rebounds a game. The legend. Biombo, legend. Didn't even know he was still in the NBA. I thought he was in like uh, Africa, like being a doctor. Hey, yo. No, 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 because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he, uh, he bought like like a whole bunch of hospitals. Like he oh, paid for okay. like billing. Like that's what I meant. Not okay. racial. God, what well, were you thinking of? What were you thinking of? BT? I, I don't know, buddy. I don't wow, know. you racist. Oh, right. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just All right. Well, that'll end episode eight. Um, yeah, back to our normal times. I think it was a good episode. Yes, sir. Might be. Wait, how long was our episode last week? Uh, hour and that's there. So the breaking news, there. This is a rumor. A leak source believes the Chargers are the favorites for Bill Belichick if he leaves the Patriots. No fucking way, dude. That's that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's just something that just happened. Um, very uh. Very eventful week. Uh, of course, we found out the disappointing news that James Madison uh, cannot make a bowl game, and 
they cannot be ranked in the college football playoffs and they cannot be cannot play in their uh, conference championship and their uh, potential New York City New York Six Bowl is uh, chances are officially over, which is stupid. Uh, college football, NCAA, get your shit together. Not necessarily. Not if there's not enough. Not if there's not enough bowl teams. But they they're not gonna be able to get a New York Six Bowl BT. It's very yeah. highly updated. yeah. It'll most likely it's just very win. stupid. Uh, it's just unfair, dude. Um, they're probably gonna finish the season undefeated and not make a bowl game. Yeah, as it stands right now. So didn't that happen to Ohio State one year? They Ohio were, State. Because they were under Shank. It was like back in 2014. Not 14. It might have been like 2013 or 2012. Anyways. It feels like it feels like they have the death penalty right now. If you know the death penalty for in college football, it's uh when essentially you get banned from being yeah. If, if you if you want a lesson, watch watch the watch, pony the pony. Watch. I think they call it the Pony Express on Thirty for Thirty on ESPN Plus. It's all about SMU and how it happened to them. Or if you want a simpler version, go uh, check out Bengal on YouTube for his oh, Riverside Jesus. Royal series. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's it. That is the. Uh, this has been the uh, eighth installment eight. of yeah our podcast Sports Talk with BT and Stuvy. This um, is yeah our second longest or not even it's our third longest podcast. We'll be back. We'll be back next week. Yep. Uh, Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday. Uh, you'll be able to li- so you'll be able to listen to it on Thursday on your way traveling to any Thanksgiving plans. Um, yep. We'd like to wish y'all have a nice, safe, stay warm weekend. I don't know how mm-hmm. cold or hot it is. It's gonna be anywhere, but um, yeah, we'll be back on the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like. Oh, make sure you like and subscribe and rate us five stars. Yep. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. As you can Um, tell, it is right bottom, right here on the bottom. Swiping down down there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us for another sports talk. We'll see you. We'll see you again next week. Sir. Thanks, y'all. Yep.